All right, should we get to our sexy story this week? Ladies, gentlemen, you cannot unsuck that dick. (laughs) It was hot. It was really quite something. (laughs) Do you like when someone else makes me moan? Do not show up looking like you slept in your clothes. In your car. There is nothing sexier than getting railed by two dudes at the same time. I'll just say that. Certain words will be coming out of my mouth regarding this play session that you probably have never heard come out of my mouth before. It was quite the unique experience for me. We're going to talk about it very shortly, but first we want to say thank you to Cassidy.com for sponsoring this episode of French Porch Swingers. We are asked constantly how to get involved in the lifestyle, and while there are many ways to do it, some are much better than others. Cassidy is an amazing site because not only does it just allow you to focus on meeting cool people, it has a very clean interface, but one of the most important things to us personally is security of people's information. Cassidy takes that very seriously. So again, you have the peace of mind of knowing that you can just get on and meet sexy people without having to worry about anything else. If you want to try Cassidy free for an entire month, all you have to do is go to frontporchswingers.com and click on the Cassidy banner at the bottom of the homepage. Again, that's frontporchswingers.com. Click on the Cassidy banner to try it free for an entire month. We hope to see you at cassidy.com. I feel like this entire week was a complete blur. Uh, I'm going to have trouble even talking about it because I don't remember parts of it. I mean, it was just so wild and crazy and all over the place and so much going on. So much fun. But holy fuck, man. Yeah, normally we have either one or two late nights per month for us, right? The two events that we do that end up being, you know, getting us home late. And this was four nights in a row of one o'clock, two o'clock in the morning kind of thing. Doesn't sound terrible to a lot of people, but for us, that's a that's late. I mean, we it's are way not past. late night people at no. all. Way past my bedtime. We like to be on the couch snuggling by like nine thirty. So. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so anyway, the week kicked off with Monday. Me taking a giant cock, which, like I said at the beginning of the episode, I know me taking a giant cock is not that surprising. Everyone's gonna be like, "Yeah, no fucking shit, Brandon. You do that all the time." Yeah, just another Monday. But this was a pretty unique experience. So we're gonna talk about that. And then Tuesday, we had all of our friends coming into town. We had a bunch of people from yeah. three different states coming in, all lifestyle people, and they were all spending the week here. And Tuesday night, we went to absinthe which is this great show at caesar's palace and that was a fucking blast yeah i thought that was probably the best vegas show i think i've ever seen in the fucking 40 almost 40 years i've been coming here crazy it was was so good if you guys are coming to vegas you really should put that on your list it was fabulous and then wednesday we went to this awesome steakhouse called the golden steer with a big group and this place is cool as fuck it used to be frequented by the rat pack and marilyn monroe has her own booth there and it just feels like old ritzy vegas and i mean the food was okay it wasn't anything to write home about but the experience itself was pretty fantastic yeah you're not really going there i mean the cuisine was fine but you're not really going there for that you're going for the experience of being there yeah and saying that you sat in marilyn monroe's booth or frank sinatra's table you know that kind of shit but it was a very cool experience i enjoyed the shit out of that but absinthe was definitely like the highlight for me that was so much fucking fun well wednesday before we went to dinner you also played with one of our friends that came in from out of town you slut yes i did she is an amazing lady her husband's awesome for folks who listen to the show i had the opportunity to play with her i was the only other person she had ever been with up until that point other than her husband. Yes. And I got to see her again. What an amazing time. She's such a fucking class lady. Uh, Had a great time. And then, like you said, I got to see her and then we went to dinner. Then after we went to dinner, we went to the Arts District to our favorite cocktail bar. And that's where shit really got sideways because we planned to only be out for two hours. But some of our friends were running very late and we did not get home until almost midnight, which, again, is not something we ever fucking do. Well, especially for consecutive days. Right. It's not like, like once in a while, no big deal. But, you know, this was like four or five days in a row. It was way more than I was prepared for, especially since coming off of fucking naughty New Orleans like two weeks prior. That was another five day excursion that definitely took it out of me. So this month has been a lot of late nights and I'm definitely feeling it. No and question. then Thursday was our Real Hot Wives of Las Vegas party. It was an interesting crowd. I mean, I had fun. Of course, I always love those events. I did not play. I just wasn't in like a sexy headspace at all that night. Well, also, we had a shitload of people and the playrooms were instantly full and they stayed that way until one o'clock in the morning when we were you know wrapping it up we had to get people out of these rooms knocking on doors and shit 10 minutes before we were getting ready to close it down it was nuts i mean at one point 
like the common area, the the dance floor, the bar, it was full of people. 1001 rolls around, <laughs> the fucking rooms open up and there was like six people in the room. Everyone was just gone. Yeah. It was crazy. I did get to to dance with our friends from Genie Wishes. They were there as well. If you guys don't know Genie Wishes, they're an amazing group out of Arizona and they were there for the Thursday night party as well. Yes. And I got to see her in action too, which was lovely to watch. She it was really in the was. voyeur room or exhibition room all night and I'm like, "Oh my god, what a fucking smoke show." Yeah. So that was super fun. But then the three of us danced on the dance floor and closed the place down. We had so much fucking fun that night. Yeah, and again, not getting home till about 2 a.m. Yep. You know, and then getting up bright and early the next fucking morning cuz you and I had shit to do to catch up on. And then, of course, we were going to the Gentleman's Club that night. We went to the Palomino. They hooked us up with a VIP yes. area for one of our friend's birthdays. Yep. And, yeah, that was a freaking blast. I mean, we had so much fun. I love going to the strip club, that specific strip club, because all the girls are super friendly. Yeah, well, they're also super fucking hot. We had a great time. Uh, had a great fucking seats. It was just a blast because there was, what, 11 of us, I think? Yeah. Yeah. So it was just fucking awesome. Uh, Jade came with us, of course. She'd never been there. It was a lot of fun, no doubt about it. But come Saturday, yesterday, as we're recording this, man, I felt every fucking bit of those four days. Oh, we slept most of the day yesterday when yeah. we got our work done. I mean, we were just fucking wiped. I had one of my play partners that reached out and was like, hey, any chance you're free this afternoon? I was like, uh, unless you want to fuck a zombie, a, yeah. you know, a virtual corpse, yeah. it's just not going to happen today. I'm very sorry. No, it was rough, man. It, again, it's not something we're accustomed to. You know, it was just a lot, especially as I said, on the heels of coming out of fucking New Orleans for five days. I was not expecting to feel that bad. No. <laughs> it was tough. So yeah, feel much better now. It's Sunday. We are kind of energized. We, are, we got some rest. You I know, feel good today. I mean, my voice isn't fully back, as you guys can probably hear. But other than that, I'm feeling good today. I'm ready for a full week ahead of us. And we have one because I have a play date on Tuesday. Yeah, your friend from Cali's coming in town. I'm super excited for that. And then you are seeing Jade on Wednesday. Yep. And then I might have another play date on Saturday. Well, and I'm taking you to the Dingling show on Friday. Oh, I'm so excited for that. We're going to a mail review on Friday, which I'm. it's going to be fabulous. A very unique mail review, though. It's in a very small theater in the Arts District. Yes. And it's just a just a unique flavor. I'm excited to see it because I want to. I just want to see how they're doing it. You know, because it's not the norm. I just want to see hot, mostly naked men. So I really don't give a shit what goes on aside from that. Let's be honest. (laughs) No, no doubt about it. But I also want to see like what, like there's a, you know, there's a little bit of buzz about it, but it's really kind of a local buzz. Yes, for sure. So I'm I'm eager to see it. It's in this nondescript building next to a brewery. And if you were just to walk past it. I mean, you wouldn't even give it a thought. Right, You don't even know it's like a a full fucking nude male review in this little spot. That's what makes it so cool to me. It feels even more like secretive and kind of taboo and naughty. And I'm excited. The only thing I will say, though, is like you and I were planning on going to Chippendales. Okay, you can make fun of me all you fucking want, but I'm a Jersey Shore fan. (laughs) And Vinny was in Chippendales for a long time. Vinny's one of the guys on the show. And he was doing a residency with Chippendales. But every time I thought about buying a ticket to go, I was like, every time I've gone to a Chippendales show or even seen them on free or anything you're hotter than all the guys there so it's like i don't know maybe i'm just spoiled by all the sexy fucking men in my life that it just doesn't excite me on the same level it would maybe a vanilla woman I like going down, walking down Fremont when the guys are asking if you want to take their pictures because I always ask them if they want a picture with me. I love doing that. You <laughs> yeah, know. you're always in way better shape well, they, than you know, the guys listen, They're not putting the A-team on fucking Fremont. You know <laughs> what I mean? You're, you're not getting the cream of the crop out there on a fucking Tuesday afternoon. That's not a thing. So it, it's nice to be able to do that. I'm just saying I fuck men hotter than most of the Chippendales people. For so sure. for me, it's not quite the draw as it would be for maybe the average woman out there. For sure. But I feel like this might be, this might be different. Oh, it's totally going to be be different. different. So we'll report back. We'll let you know how it goes. I don't (laughs) want to even say the name of the thing. I don't want to give it away. Listen, here's this is driving me crazy. There are a lot of people that talk about all the local shit here. And it's like, I'm really getting tired of hearing it. Like, stop. You're, you're blowing up our spots. No. What the fuck? <laughs> you mean is like it? social media people? Yes. Yeah. Like Instagram's the fucking worst. Maybe, I don't know, maybe TikTok is worse. Like, what are you people doing? <laughs> you know, and they, they always started out with, oh, this is a local favorite nobody knows about. Well, guess what, motherfucker? They know now. Yeah, we wanted it that way, you asshole. (laughs) What are you doing? So I figure we should go to this before somebody outs the fucking thing. Because I haven't seen anything about it yet. Yeah, we can't get tickets. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's crazy. Like, shut up already. What are you people doing? 
you know, we tell our friends, but it's like, hey, don't don't say anything. But we're going to go to this little spot. We are gatekeeping motherfuckers, yeah. let me tell you. Like the place we went to Wednesday after dinner. It's our favorite lounge kind of place. And we don't tell anyone the name of it unless they're friends, really. No, absolutely. And we're not going to tell you how to find it because it's not easy. Right. Yeah. We just take our friends there. It's like, let me blindfold you. I'm going to go down the street <laughs> and we're going to put you in here. But yeah, it's, it's super fucking sexy and it's very cool. But I don't, you can't get in the place as it is. Yeah. You know, we got there. I don't even know. It was like 8.30 on a Wednesday. We had to wait for fucking seats. Yeah, not long. But anyway, it was great. Great week. Good week coming up. I'm very excited for what we have going on. I did want to talk about something that's happened recently a couple of times. Actually, it's happened a lot over the course of time, but it's happened twice in like the last week with me. Yeah. I, as you guys know, have a single lady profile on Cassidy. I use it because I play solo. And I thought it just made sense if people are looking for solo women that I have a single profile, as do you have a single man profile. Yeah, well, let's also make clear, your name on there has hot wife in the title. 100%. So it's obvious that you're not single, but you are potentially a woman who plays solo based on what you have in your bio. Right. It says it very clear. Mine is on the first fucking sentence. Right. Right. So it, it's very easy. And so does yours. So people looking at your profile, should, if they have any experience whatsoever, and in this case they did, they should be able to look at that and go, okay, hot wife. Well, she's not a single gal. Right. Right. But they don't even read the fucking name. Yeah. So the most recent experience that happened was I actually went and read their bio after they reached out to me. Keep this in mind. I did not reach out to them. They reached out to me. And they were like, we really like your pictures. We're going to open up our backstage pass, which is like your private photos on there. And, you know, we'd love to meet you if there's any interest once you see our pictures. Were they local, by the way? Yes. Local okay. couple. Okay. So I go and open up my backstage pass for them. I go and look at their they are a very attractive couple both totally my type 100% he is beautiful tall muscular she is big old booty kind of curvy in all the right places long brown hair just a beautiful couple so I'm like fuck yeah I'll totally you know correspond with them we go back and forth a few times and then they're like well let us know when you'd like to meet you know we have the next couple of weeks kind of free and I said okay well let me talk to my man and I'll get back to you I get a message back oh like 17 O's we didn't read your profile carefully enough um we are completely against partnered women and i was like well that's really interesting because now that you've actually read my profile i hope you know because it says in there that i play completely solo my man does not have to be involved in any way shape or form in fact we prefer that he is not he doesn't want to watch he doesn't want to do any of those types of things so i'm very curious as to why i still don't meet your criteria and they write back it's simply a preference yeah so i call bullshit I think with you've got a couple of people in that category that that do this, right? First of all, you not only didn't read the bio, you didn't even read the fucking name, or you simply looked at it and, it, and it, you just didn't comprehend it. Well, they said they've been in the lifestyle for 12 years. If you've been in the lifestyle right. for 12 years and you don't know what the term hot wife means, you have a way bigger issue. For sure. And th that was my point. It's like, oh, you just simply looked at the picture. You didn't even bother to read any of it, right? right. That That's what you did. But worse than that is if you're a couple who has a problem Meeting the partner of a woman that you're potentially wanting to play with, that's a red flag. You're well, hiding something, number one. I told you there are two reasons for that in my mind. One is that you are just a shitbag and you assume that something could go wrong in the interaction and you don't want to have to answer to another person's partner, right? Like if it's a single woman, there's less pressure to like make sure you're on your best behavior somehow, which well, is really fucking gross. Well, there's almost it's almost like there's in this inherent higher level of responsibility because someone's partner because you now not only have to deal with one person you're dealing with two right so the, but they didn't even have to meet you right it doesn't matter if this is a mental thing you're also talking about people in my opinion that are predatory because then it goes to the second type of person right which is oh you're you're a partner person you're not actually a single female because we really want that quote-unquote unicorn experience and that's not who you are like they're scratching something off their fucking bucket list yeah i mean to me what it is is like they have a very specific fantasy in their mind a very specific desire in their mind and it makes no logical sense to rule out partnered solo playing women based on what they want to do in the bedroom but in their minds it's like the idea of being with a single woman who's bi and wants to play with both of them, that is the most enticing part of it to them, not what's actually going to happen in the bedroom. Well, but here's my thing. That's fine if that's what you're looking for and that's specifically what you're looking for, that single bi gal. If that's the case, do a better fucking job of proofreading 
profiles. No fucking joke. You know, if this is specifically what you're looking for, maybe you should do your due diligence and not waste anybody's fucking time and come off as creepy. Yeah, it, it really did come off as incredibly creepy. I would say verging on predatory. It just was a very odd thing. And like I said, it's not the first time that it's happened. There was another person or another couple, right? Yeah, they were brand new to the space. And I think for them, it really was just like the fantasy of it. They even said in one of their initial messages that the whole reason that they wanted to be with a bi unicorn, you know, whatever, is because they had had a couple friend that had played with the woman and it had just completely changed everything about you know their relationship and their sex life and they found this very cute woman who was you know exactly their physical type whatever so for them it was the building of the fantasy and the moment they found out i was partnered it somehow tarnished that fantasy for them well but again read the profile yeah you know what i mean like first of all when it says hot wife in the title, you can pretty well ascertain that that person's not single. Yeah. Right? And then you only have to go as far as you go from the title to the picture to sentence number one, where it says, I'm partnered, but play solo. Yes. You only got to read one fucking line. You could have saved yourself a whole lot of fucking trouble. But people don't even do that. Yeah. You know, but here's the thing that I find really interesting. This has happened to you a lot. I've never had a couple say to me, Oh, yeah. Uh, sorry, we didn't read your bio. We don't play with partnered men. It's never happened. You want to know why? Yeah. Because I, people I know are fucking misogynistic. Yes, absolutely. Because they are looking for that unicorn concept. It's like they got this thing in their head and they want... Also, it's a control thing. I fully... I'm 100% convinced of it. They want to be in full control. And if you're partnered, there's the idea that you're they're probably not going to be able to. Yeah. You know, and it's also incredibly insulting to legitimate single women. I mean, it's it's, it's so insulting like we have a better chance of manipulating the single gal than we do the partnered gal. Right, you know exactly. What I mean? like, like, are you not thinking about how fucking disgusting that is? Yeah. You know, really. So listen, if you're going to do that, be smarter about it and read the whole fucking profile. Yeah, and I mean, again, I just think that you need to really think about why you're wanting to do this. If the reason that you're wanting to be with a quote-unquote unicorn is because you feel like as a couple you could genuinely benefit from that experience and it would be super fun and, you know, you'd love to spoil a woman together and that turns you on then it really shouldn't matter if she's partnered or single. If the reason that you're looking for this is because of some sort of a status symbol you want or you're just chasing this hot fantasy of a single woman fucking you both, you're gross and I don't like you. Well, also, for me, I just see a lot of upsides to a partnered woman who has the opportunity to play solo with a couple. Yeah. Listen, I'm not trying I'm not going to try to steal your man, which we know happens Absolutely. with some, not saying a lot of single women in the space, but we've definitely heard about it. For sure. So you understand the the concept of, you know, time being important to people because you're partnered, you're not going to waste their fucking time, right? right? You're not going to flake on them most likely. Right. You know, there's so many more positives I think in a situation like ours, uh, and it's unfortunate because you genuinely enjoy, I mean, listen, let's face it. You don't come across a lot of couples, you personally, where you're attracted to both people equally. It is so rare. It yeah. is so rare. And you want to. So yes. when a couple comes along that like really fits the bill, and then they do that shit, it's like, man, what a you know, what a letdown. I know. It really did take like the wind out of my sails a little bit. I mean, it has me kind of wanting to step back from the couple thing. Like again, if it falls in my lap and the right place and the right time, whatever. Right. But I'm considering even shutting down that solo female uh, account altogether. I just don't. I don't have luck with it. No, it, it almost doesn't make any sense i mean for me you know my i obviously don't get anywhere near the traffic you do um but a lot of times i get you know couples will reach out and i just had a couple do it and it's you know just this list this litany of fucking rules that they've got not the least of which was when you're talking to her you should be complimentary compliment her skin compliment her her makeup compliment her hair i'm like whoa 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 first of all what if i don't like her fucking hair <laughs> you know i mean like what are you talking about? You want me to lie? Yeah, my, she has great I, hair. I don't even know you people. <laughs> you know, and also, I can't even see your faces because they're blocked out. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, oh, you're already putting up these parameters and obstacles I've got to fucking hurdle. Like, you people are fucking wearing me out. Yeah, way to suck all of the fun out of the situation. That's just it. It's like, this is supposed to be on some level, right? Spontaneous and sexy and and erotic and you've already laid out for me the 45 do's and don'ts i'm out I'm <laughs> oh god that doesn't out. get your cock hard as fuck no it makes it crawl up inside my fucking stomach <laughs> it's so fucking it's just ridiculous like come on man just get, look let's just decide whether we like each other 
whether our, you know, our boundaries, our beliefs, our wants align, and we go from there. How about you try not to cram it down my fucking throat before we ever even have a conversation about meeting? Yep, 100%. You know? Couples make it tough, man. No doubt about it. So <laughs> I want to talk about a single guy tip of the week. I'm still kind of laughing over it's it. It's really funny. Okay, so here's my thing. We always talk about, you know, the art of the conversation is so important when you go to these events. If you are a guy who doesn't have the ability to walk up to people and start a conversation, you are going to struggle. Yes. Okay, and I like when guys are able to do that. I do think there's a fine line, though, between starting a conversation and sharing far more than you should be sharing. Oversharing is a real thing. Yeah, and it's a real turnoff in certain circumstances. So we were recently at an event, and this guy comes up to me. And I was not physically attracted to him anyway, but he seemed like a nice enough guy. And, you know, we said a few pleasantries to each other, and then he kind of starts telling me his story and the lifestyle, which I think is a great way to open a conversation because it gives people an idea of your level of experience and your interests, and it just opens up a dialogue. It's fantastic. But then things go off the rails very quickly (laughs) because he starts telling me that one of the reasons that he and his wife, he's a partnered person, but they play solo. And one of the reasons they decided to start playing solo and have more of an open relationship dynamic is because he has a sex addiction and his wife supports him going off and getting what he needs as a result of that. Yes. And according to him, he has been told that he has a sex addiction by multiple therapists. So he's like 100%. (laughs) He's convinced he's got a sex addiction. Well, because I've heard... Heard a lot of people say that, like, I might be a sex addict. I'm like, are you or, or do you just... Or just horny. Well, yeah, maybe you're just an over overtly sexual person, but because society tells us we're not supposed to be that way, you assume that that means that you're a sex addict. Right. And so I was like, you know, a lot of people don't even believe in sex addiction and blah, blah. He's like, I've been diagnosed twice. I'm like... Yeah, he's bought in. He's 100% bought in. Okay. Which is fine. Listen, you got your thing. You got to deal with it. I get it. However, in a situation where you're at an event... And you're, you are a partnered guy. That's, you know, he made that clear. But you are here alone, right? Right. There is a, you know, that's an added level of creepiness already because now you're telling me that you're addicted to sex. So a couple of things happening, right? You've overshared. I don't need to know that because I'm not going to date you or have this like long-term thing with you. But also, are you basically saying to me that you're talking to me because you're a sex addict and not because you're genuinely interested in me. You're just genuinely interested in having sex with anyone who will give you the time of day. Well, that that was the very first thing that went through my mind when he was saying all this. Like, he's just trying to get his fucking dick wet. For he sure. doesn't care what happens. Yeah. It's the, We went to another event recently and I was talking to a guy. He wouldn't even look me in the eye. Right. He was saying things like, oh, yeah, you're really hot. Oh, yeah, you know, if you're interested. But he's not even looking at me. I'm like, you're not interested in me. You're well, just so, interested in sex. Yeah, that's also a lack of confidence. And, that, and that's a problem. So this same event that we were at where this poor guy was like just word vomiting about his sex addiction which by the way right out of the gate guys single guy tip of the week if you have any kind of predilection like that you really should save that for when it's appropriate that's not the time right i mean well okay but here's my other thing I don't feel like you should be using the lifestyle to fuel your sex addiction. Right. That's next. On the if list. it's truly an addiction, that means it's toxic in nature. That means that you're making choices that have nothing to do with your overall well-being or the well-being of your partner. You're doing it to fulfill an addiction that you have, and using this space to do it feels so fucking creepy. To well, me. you're using it. To Why medicate. are you not in therapy? You're, Why are you at a lifestyle event? You should be in therapy well, right now. He's he's medicating with the lifestyle, which is just. And listen, kudos to him. At least he came out and said it to you. What he didn't say was... Kudos to him? Well, yeah, because it's like, you know, this is how I look at it. If he is legitimately a sex addict, let's just say that that's what he... He's got that affliction, right? It's like he's so worked up and so much... He's struggling with what to do with it. And his thought is, well, shit, I'll get into the lifestyle. All these people want to do is just have sex. This could fix this, or at least it could put a Band-Aid on this for me. At least he's doing it in such a way where... I guess he wasn't trying to hide it. He just told you straight out. Either way, it's not a great plan. Don't get me wrong. But I find it, I do find it bizarre. But at the same time, at the same event, there was a guy sitting on a couch in the corner, legitimately for about two and a half hours and did not speak to anyone. He was a single guy, came in, sat on the couch in the same spot, did not move, didn't take a break to go to the restroom, just sat there. I don't know what you're doing in that environment. So you've got like these two 
polar opposite issues going but on. But for the purpose of this single guy tip of the week, the tip is do not overshare about your fucking life. No. There are certain things I simply do not need to know about you, especially if the purpose, and again, I rarely do this at a club, so he was probably barking up the wrong tree to begin with and there was no connection or physical attraction there. But if the goal was to have sex with me, what on earth do you think that that was going to do for me? Do you think that was going to be make me go like, oh my God, that's so hot. We should go fuck. Yeah, like, I, I can't think of anything less sexy than someone telling me they have an addiction. And that's the reason they're at this event. Well, my thing is there's, you know, you got two, two issues at play here. His obviously is one extreme. The other guy sitting in the corner basically by himself. And he was not an unattractive guy doing absolutely nothing for two hours see got- i have no problem with those guys as long as they don't reach out after the event or say to us you know if it's like our event for example because we've had guys that will sit in the corner and not say a word to anyone right and then they'll email us afterwards and be like yeah i didn't even get to meet anyone i didn't get to have any fun right what the fuck did you expect that pussy was going to be thrown at you from across the room well but there are guys that just want to come and kind of feel out that environment so i have no issue with that whatsoever right but my point is if you want to be successful you can't be either of those guys you've got to find a happy media sure absolutely you know don't overshare don't overshare but also don't sit in a corner all night expecting to have like phenomenal results either I, it makes me think of the guy i'm not even sure you and i ever talked about this but there was a night that we went to secrets we were with a group of friends and this guy came up i went to the bar to get a drink yes. and he comes up to me recognized us from the show and he was like oh i'm so glad you guys are here i heard you were going to be here blah 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 and like three sentences in he tells me that he's done a really good job of shaving his bush that day and wanted to give me the heads up wow i was yeah. like uh again complete oversharing. I don't need to know that you shaved your bush today. Yeah. You, you and I aren't even having a sexual conversation. I don't even know if there's any interest in you. Why the fuck are you talking to me about your pubic hair? Well, right. And it's it's like if I were interested, I'm probably not as interested now because you started I, a conversation with, I just shaved my bush. It was not just probably not interested. I dried up like the fucking Sahara. Well, if there was any interest, it was fucking sucked out of the room by a vacuum. Well, but imagine a woman coming up and doing that. Like a woman coming up to me at the bar going, hey, listen, I know you're from the show. Really would love to get to know you. And by the way, I've shaved my vagina specifically for today. <laughs> I'm fucking out. I'm out. I'm totally out. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I'm sure it's lovely. I don't need to know what your grooming habits are. If we were to play, I would probably have figured that out. Right. I, I don't, I'm not going to share mine with you. Right. So I don't need to know. You know, although to be fair, if she met us there, she probably would have known that I shaved because I'm naked anyway when we're at the pool. But I would never just open up a conversation with, uh, by the way, I have totally shaved today. Come on. Yeah, and please know, I'm not trying to like downplay addiction or anything. I don't know if sex addiction is real or not. Some people say it is, some people say it isn't. It is certainly not my responsibility or within my wheelhouse to decide if sex addiction is real or not. I am not downplaying his addiction. No, listen, I I'm no simply doubt. saying I don't need to know about it. It is not really my business in that environment and telling me that does nothing but make me want to go to the other side of the room. I have no doubt that there's something going on with that guy if he's willing to... to forfeit that information at minimum he certainly believes it someone has convinced him of it or whatever and maybe it's something he's dealing with i just think there are better ways to deal with it and also yeah just don't overshare don't sit in a corner by yourself and hibernate and expect to be successful and don't overshare like that and expect to be successful <laughs> you've got to find kind of a happy medium i know there's a happy medium somewhere between i'm a sex addict and i'm going to sit in a corner and hibernate there has to be something there you know you got to work on that there's no question about it agreed well i want to move on to bigger things <laughs> much much bigger things <laughs> yeah we've had this conversation uh, and i know where this is going to go already and i'm already telling you i'm calling bullshit on some of this i already know the convers- I know the tone of this conversation. You don't know shit. I know. I know. I'm calling it right now. All right. Well, stay tuned to find out what we're talking about. And in the meantime, we want to say thank you to the partners of the Front Porch Swingers podcast. This episode of Front Porch Swingers is brought to you by our friends at Promescent. Promescent is a company that is dedicated to making your sex life as pleasurable as possible, which is why they have worked tirelessly to create products with high quality ingredients, which is really important, especially if you have sensitive skin like me. There's a ton of different products that Promescent offers. One of the ones I want to talk about today is their flagship product, the Delay Spray. If you are somebody that worries about finishing too quickly, or if you're just somebody who wants to provide extra pleasure to your partners, 
you should absolutely check out their delay spray. All you have to do is spray on a few minutes before your playtime, allow it to absorb, and go to work. That is it. And because of its amazing absorption technology, it's not going to transfer to your partner, leaving them all numb down there and completely eliminating the point of the product. It is a fabulous item to add to your repertoire. And right now you can get it at a 10% discount when you go to promescent.com FPS. That's promescent, P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T dot com FPS for 10% off of their flagship product, the Delay Spray, or any of their other amazing bedroom wellness products. This episode of FPS is brought to you by an amazing, innovative product called Fume. In the lifestyle, it's especially important to break those bad habits, especially of the hand-to-mouth variety. It's not always the sexiest to other lifestylers, which is why Fume has come to the rescue. Their amazing, award-winning, and innovative product helps you break bad habits instead of having to do it cold turkey. Instead of electronics, Fume is completely natural. Instead of vapor, Fume uses flavored air, which is absolutely delicious, by the way, and instead of harmful chemicals, everything is natural and plant-based you get it instead of bad fume is good it's a habit you're free to enjoy you don't have to feel guilty about because it's not bad for you and it makes replacing your bad habit easier than just doing it cold turkey your fume comes with an adjustable airflow dial and is designed with movable parts and magnets for fidgeting giving your fingers something to do which is helpful for de-stressing and anxiety while you're trying to break your bad habit i personally love this product i was when we were told about the product to begin with honestly I didn't really know how to feel about it. Then we get it in the mail. It is so freaking cute. It's made with wood and metal. It's so chic. It feels good in your hand. And the cartridges that they use, they're little plant-based cartridges that are just flavored air and they taste delicious. There's a mint one in there that I'm absolutely in love with. So if you are trying to break a bad habit, now is the time. Stopping is something we all put off because it's hard, but switching to Fume is easy, enjoyable, and can even be fun. Fume has served over 100,000 customers and it has thousands of success stories, and there's no reason you can't be one of them. Join Fume in accelerating humanity's breakup with destructive habits by picking up the journey pack today. Head to tryfume.com and use code FPS to save 10% off when you get the journey pack. That's tryfume.com. Use code FPS to get 10% off of your order today. I am so excited about this next partner because I've heard about this service for a long time. I have friends that have been using it and they absolutely gush over it. And I've also heard about it on some amazing podcasts. So I'm so excited that they wanted to partner with us. This episode of Front Porch Swingers is brought to you by Beducated. And if you don't know what it is, basically it's a bunch of amazing sex educators and sex experts sharing their information on an array of different sexual health and pleasure topics. If you want to have better sex and enjoy sex more, build your confidence, communicate better with your sexual partners, and more, Beducated is the service for you. They have over 100 courses at any given time. One of the ones I'm taking right now is called How to Sit on Someone's Face Like a Pro. I am so excited to continue this course. I'm only like halfway through it right now, but it has been so much fun to learn. And one of the things that I thought was so cool about it, it's not just like the technique of sitting on someone's face. It's also about how to get rid of insecurities when you're in those certain circumstances. So again, if you want sex to be more fun, more pleasurable. If you want to learn more about your own body or how to talk to your partner or partners about sex, this is the service to do it. And right now, listeners of our show can get 40% off of a yearly Beducated Pass when you use the coupon code FRONTPORCH. You can also check it out free for a day. They have a free day trial on there, again, if you use that promo code. And it's no risk. There's a 14-day money-back guarantee, so you have absolutely nothing to lose. If you get on there and decide it's not for you, you haven't lost anything. I don't think you're going to because like I said, this service is freaking amazing, you guys. I cannot tell you how excited I am to tell all of my friends that I'm using the service, tell them about it. You can do everything from learn how to do tantric sex to different masturbatory techniques and even how to use different toys in different ways. If you want all of that right now, all you have to do is go to beducated.com and again, use our code FRONTPORCH to get those discounts. I hope you love this service as much as I do. So the question that we are going to try to pose <laughs> during this episode is, for me personally, being the size queen slut that I am, is there such a thing as too big? Is too much too much? Is that what we're asking? Yeah, like what is too much? <laughs> uh, no, listen, I, I said in the, just prior to us starting this, I'm calling bullshit. Because if I remember correctly, the first time you were with this guy, 
afterwards. You were like, great time. We had a blast. We had a connection. He wants to play again just to, you know, just for fun. And, but well, I don't yeah. think I can do it. And, uh, you know, it was just so fucking big. You were sore for three days. So let's talk about it. I want to talk about how I even know this guy as we're leading into this. So this is a fellow content creator. His yeah. name is Boswell Black. Go look him up. He's fucking gorgeous. When he first reached out to me to create content, I was like, are you sure you want to shoot with me? Like, do you, like, do you know what you look like? For you do that all the time. Like, the man is so fucking hot. It's so ridiculous. And so I was though. like all nervous. And I honestly had not seen his cock yet. He doesn't really put it on social media. He really only puts it behind a paywall for the most part. Now I've seen a couple of posts where he's maybe kind of letting it out of the bag, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> no pun intended. Well, one of the... Uh, listen, I saw it on social media and your mouth is on his cock <laughs> i totally saw it yeah but before this he wasn't really putting out his penis on social media well, apparently you brought it out in him because i saw the fucking pic i was like oh shit that's brenna <laughs> so anyway he comes over we're getting ready to shoot he is was such a nice guy i'd also met him once before we were supposed to meet him together yeah. it was before uh the beatles cover show yes and i met him and we just had this instant chemistry he's so just affable and fun to be around yet professional because obviously the first time we were together it was specifically to make content just a very professional guy i just really liked him right off the bat and and then we made plans to actually shoot together. It was a couple months after we met because we had schedule conflicts. And he finally comes over to the house and, you know, we set up and we're laughing the whole time. We have this great chemistry and he pulls out his cock and I'm like, holy fucking shit. It wasn't even 100% hard yet. And I'm already like, what the fuck am I going to do with this thing? Right. It is literally, I am not exaggerating, like the size of my fucking arm. Yeah, no, he's a big fucking dude. No doubt about <laughs> it. Yeah, there's no question. I, I, everybody, of course, thinks, oh, you know, I must either watch you film or I watch, look at all your content. I've never seen your 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 content. I, I don't watch it. So I don't even know what most of these guys look like unless I meet them face to face. Of course, I don't you know, ask them to drop their pants when I meet them, so I don't have any idea. But as I said, his uh, profile came through on social media and, and it was you and him. I was like, holy shit, she ain't kidding. That fucking dude's for real. He, so it, It's not just long. It is fucking thick. I am talking cocaine thick and the size of my fucking arm okay it's huge and the time that we shot together was very enjoyable we had a lot of fun i was giggling throughout the entire thing but it was painful i mean there were moments where i'm like i don't know if i can fucking handle this and when we were shooting content together i even like stopped mid-session he asked if i needed to stop and i was like yes i need to fucking stop yeah so we paused everything we're just kind of sitting there for a couple minutes and then we picked back up but it was interesting because Again, I like them big. You guys all know that. I talk about it fucking constantly. But there is such a thing as like the law of diminishing returns because, you know, if you bottom out inside of me over and over again, eventually it's going to really fucking hurt. And I don't want sex to be painful. Not entirely. No. But what I said earlier was I'm totally calling bullshit. The first time you were with him, you're like, yeah, he wants to play again. I just don't know if I can do it. I just think it's too big. And of course he reached out and said, Hey, let's get together. He was, you know, wanted to come over to his place kind of thing. He wanted to meet me and you literally and figuratively jumped all over it. I didn't jump all over it. I had to really think about it. I thought about it actually for a couple of days. This was not an immediate like, Oh fuck. Yes. Let's do this. I told him I had to look at my schedule and I kind of hummed and hawed about it. I finally decided I wanted to experience being off camera with him. I wanted to see yeah. how that was different. And you know, maybe it was something I just kind of needed to get used to. And if we weren't doing it on camera, maybe we could go a little slower with each other. It could be a little bit more sensual and you know, with a big cock that size, it, it, that's a must. It's sure. I can't be, fucking pounded by a 12 inch cock no it's just no not question. an option so anyway i finally decided i was going to do it the other thing i'll say is i rarely travel for cock okay no, no doubt. i have guys come to me and i know that sounds shitty but the reality is i want to be in my own space i want to have my own toys if i need them my own lubes i have very sensitive skin so i just like my own shit i don't like having to lug a bag all over fucking town so the fact that i was even willing to have you and you were willing to go drive me to this guy's house which was not super close probably 25 no. minutes from us no yeah yeah, it's, a, it's yeah, way south of us, actually. So, you know, that for me was also like a big talent. But again, I just like him as a person. He's a really, really good guy. He's so fun to be around. So I was willing to kind of roll the dice and see what happened. Yeah, and he was he was insistent. He wanted to meet me. But also, you and I had a date night planned for that night. Right. So you met him earlier in the day. 
I drove you out there. I spent a little time at a resort very close to where he is, one of the nicest places in town. So it was no fucking sweat off my balls. I enjoyed it. Sweat off your balls? But, um, I don't think that's the same. <laughs> it, it, it is for me. And so I also, you know, look, I, I knew you were going to want to hang out with this guy. He's good looking dude. You definitely had a good time with him. And so... I thought to myself, she's going to, there's no doubt she's going to do this. I have no doubt. It was funny because he kind of met me like right outside of his door and we walk in together. But the second I see him, I'm like, okay, now I remember why I was willing to take the second chance here because he really is just so fucking nice to look at. He's probably six, four. If I had to guess, he's well built. He's got beautiful white teeth, like the most straight white teeth I've ever seen in my entire life. He's got a great smile. No question. He's definitely a fucking charmer. No doubt about it. And he just has these beautiful eyes that just kind of sparkle. I mean, he's fucking hot. So I was like, okay, now now I remember why I'm here. So we go up and we sit in his living room together for a little bit. And I even told him the fucking awkward person that I am. I just have to fucking word vomit and, you know, say whatever comes to my mind. And I was like, honestly, I'm surprised that you reach back out. And he was like, why? We had a great time the first time. And I'm like, you know, I don't know. I get in my head about this shit. Like, you're really fucking hot. And he's like, yeah, I, you think you're hot, too. And yeah, you're like, so you're <laughs> so fucking erotic when it comes to that shit. Yeah, but we have to be honest. I know that you love me and I'm your soulmate and you think that I'm very pretty. But the reality is I know that he is considered out of my league physically. I haven't been with women that I would you would consider out of my league as well. Are you fucking serious right now? No, I would not oh, say you're, that. See, okay, but you're out of your mind. And so <laughs> that there's all, that's all there is to it. But also, we know that you're his type. He's made it clear you're what he's looking for. Yeah. And, you know, it physically, we, he, he's made that very clear. Yeah, That's he his... likes big booty. He likes a little bit of curve. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. But I mean, even just like face to face, like I think I have a cute face, but this guy's so fucking hot. So anyway, I disclosed that to him. I felt better about the fact that we kind of laughed about it and joked about it. It felt like it took some of the pressure away. And we were just kind of sitting there being silly with each other. And finally, I asked if I could kind of go clean up. And he said, yes. So I go into his bathroom. Also, the guy has like the nicest fucking place for a dude I've ever seen. It's spotless it's like perfectly decorated i was like what woman came in here and did this for you he's like this is all me i'm like i'm impressed that was an aside but at the same time when i go that's another reason i don't typically go to other people's houses because if there's like fucking pee around the toilet seat or it's just a fucking mess you know i always assume that if people's houses are messy that their lives are messes and it makes me less turned on by them for sure no it's been listen i've walked into some places and turn right the fuck around and walk back out it's yeah it's a thing so i was just very impressed so anyway i go and get myself cleaned up we meet in his bedroom we get on the bed he has this very very tall giant bed and we get on it together and you know it started off incredibly sensual he's just kissing me he's a very good kisser very soft lips clearly a man that just takes care of himself in all ways because i could tell his lips were moisturized and just feeling perfect which doesn't happen in the desert unless you put some effort into it you have no choice here yeah Yeah. it's either (laughs) that or you're a fucking lizard so we're kind of kneeling and kissing on each other a little bit and then i'm like i really want to suck your cock and he said okay so he takes off his shorts and i swear to fucking god it was bigger than i remember from the first time well because you're all in your head about it that's why what the fuck dude this thing is gigantic it's hilarious it's hilarious because i the first time is one thing and then of course you know he invites you over you decide to go you're all in your head about it and it's like you had completely forgotten what the first experience was like yeah yeah so he takes off his shorts revealing this fucking gigantic cock and i'm like okay i kind of immediately started giggling and he's like what are you laughing at i'm like it's fucking huge and he's like yeah the same one as last time So I start sucking it, but with a cock this size, you really do have to be strategic. I really like to deep throw. And the reason I like to deep throw is because I like to challenge myself. If I'm with somebody who's, you know, eight or nine inches, I can totally get the whole thing down my fucking throat. I can feel them at the back of my throat. I don't really have a gag reflex too much at this point. So I just love doing that because it's really sexy. But this guy's much larger. He's also way thicker. Now, granted, my hands are very small, but the video that you saw of him and me together on 
on social media. It was just a picture. I only saw a picture. Oh, was well, there's a very quick clip on there of me sucking his cock. But the reason I'm bursting out laughing because my hands don't even fit around his cock. Right. So again, I'm reminded as we're sitting there together that my hands do not go around his cock. It's literally like inch gaps where I have my hands. But I'm really trying here. I'm making the effort. So I kind of slobber all over it a little bit, you know, get it all kind of lubed up with my mouth as much as I can. And then I start licking the tip of his cock and running both of my hands up and down the shaft of his cock. So imagine a cock so big that two hands and my mouth are not getting all of his cock. I I saw the fucking thing. I'm 100% convinced. I get it. It was fucking gigantic. I really tried. There was one moment I think I got a little bit of teeth in there because my mouth had to be open so wide. Like a fucking snake. You got to hinge the back of your head. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So he seemed to really be enjoying it, though. He's making all sorts of noises. You know, his head's kind of rolling back. And so I'm really just trying to make the most of it. There was another moment that was kind of sexy. I was trying to deep throat it as much as I could. And in my head, I had my eyes closed for a minute. And I thought that I had the entire thing in my mouth or pretty darn close. In my head, I was like, okay, this feels really really deep. It was literally down in my throat. And I wanted to open my eyes and see how much I had. I literally had half his cock in my mouth. Yeah, it's not happening. It was so fucking crazy. So (laughs) that went on for quite a while. And then he wanted to lick me. So I lay on my back and I pulled down. I had like a dress on. I didn't change into anything. I just had my dress on. I kind of pulled my tits out of it and I didn't have panties on. So it was super easy accessibility, if you will. And he starts going down on me. He's fucking phenomenal with his mouth which did not surprise me at all. He was the first time too. Obviously, this is also kind of what he does for a living. So, you know, he's skilled. He knows what he's doing. The other, what I will say though, is this guy does like pro porn too. And I've been with a couple other guys that are pro guys and they are not very good at eating pussy because I think in most straight porn, the oral portion of it is really not that important. And so they just haven't really focused on it that much. I don't know. That's my theory anyway. Yeah, no, 100%. It's certainly not the highlight. Yeah, like they need to lay pipe, but being able to lick pussy just isn't that important. Right. So I was kind of concerned about that the first time he and I were together. I had no reason to be concerned. He was fucking amazing. He was licking in all the right places. He's swirling his tongue all over my clit. He's sucking on my clit. There was one point he reaches up and starts kind of playing with one of my tits while he's licking on my clit. Then he comes up and he's just playing with my tits exclusively. He's putting them in his mouth and I tell him like, you're not going to hurt them. I don't have a lot of feeling in my nipples. So he kind of starts nibbling on them and biting them ever so lightly there was one moment he was kind of sucking on one of my tits and I was playing with the other one and it felt fucking phenomenal and then I stopped playing with my tit started playing with my pussy while he's sucking and biting on my nipple oh my god it felt so fucking good I thought I was going to come just from that and that's really rare for me especially when I'm in the room with somebody else like I don't usually make myself come with just my fingers I have to have toys so the fact that I was right on the edge of coming just from that was that said a lot well listen uh I'm quite sure that all things considered, you were completely worked up at this point. I was, but I was also kind of anxiety ridden because the first time, while it was a blast, there were moments that were very painful. So in my head, those are the moments I'm thinking of. I'm not thinking of the super fucking fun, silly, sexy moments just because that's how the human brain works. We always focus on the negative, not the positive. Well, that's where you went. That's where your mind went, obviously, right away. Yeah. So it was really interesting. So he's like, I really want to fuck you now. And I was like, okay. And he's like, I'm going to start on top, which makes all the sense in the world with a cock that size. It would be almost impossible for me to start doggy style with a man that size. It's just not going to happen because I'm not open enough for it at that point and it will be very painful. So I liked that he knew that he really needed to be on top. And again, this is a man that is very experienced. He is very conscientious. He understands how big he is. He understands that he could easily do some damage. This is the first time he's been down this road. (laughs) This is not his first rodeo. He is very, very self-aware to realize that he is fucking gigantic gigantic and he really has to take his time so as even as he's pushing into me for the first time i think he got some lube i want to say that there was lube involved but i could be wrong in that Uh, i do know that i was dripping wet i mean i was into this whole thing i don't want to make it seem like i wasn't because i really was very excited to be with him he gets on top of me he eases into me 
And as he pushes into me, I let out this immediate, you know how I always say like that first initial stretch? Yeah. I'm like, ooh, that's not what this was. This was like, oh, <laughs> like, holy fuck. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I forgot what this was like. Okay. <laughs> he's like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, you're going to have to go slow. And he's like, I've got you. I'm going to go really slow until, you're, tell, you, until you tell me you're ready for more. I was like, perfect. Again, just totally put me at ease. He's a great fucking dude. So he starts very lightly pumping into me and it starts to go very well. I mean, it was feeling fabulous. I'm touching on him. He's kind of leaning down and kissing me. It was very sensual. There was this immediate kind of connection when he was inside of me. It was really interesting. I don't experience that with very many guys. It's either like the connection is 100% there from the beginning or it's really not going to be there at all. And for whatever reason, it's like when he was looking at me and we're kissing each other, that's when I kind of just let myself relax and really just focus on the connection we were having. Well, that's just it. I mean, you have to relax. Yeah. And that, you have physically, you have to relax or that's not, it's simply impossible to, to work. Yeah. You know, it's not going to happen. So it started to feel fucking amazing. And I'm telling him that I'm probably going to come on his cock. And he's like, good, I want you to come for me. But even having an orgasm on somebody's cock that's that size is a completely different experience. Because as we've talked about many times, I contract really hard. Yeah. I almost had to hold back my orgasm for fear that I was going to snap his fucking cock off. Well, also it's painful for you because of how hard you clench. Yeah, so there was one moment I'm, I can feel the orgasm coming and I kind of just let loose for a second. I had my first contraction and I was like, oh fuck, if this continues, I'm going to break this man's fucking cock off. So I had to kind of like calm myself down a little bit, which was a weird feeling. Well, I'm, uh, listen, I'm sure you appreciated it because that would be really fucking uncomfortable. <laughs> So, I mean, it was still very pleasurable. It was just a very different experience for me. So anyway, then he kind of rolls me onto my side to some degree. I have my leg almost kind of up in the air and the other one, you know, down below him. And he's just entering me kind of almost on his knees, kneeled down, if that makes any sense. Yeah. And there's a lot more penetration that happens in that position. There's a for lot sure. more ability to get deep. So again, he's very sexually intelligent and very aware. And he starts very, very slow. And there was one moment... I don't know exactly what happened, but there was this one moment where it was almost like <laughs> like he was hitting a different spot than I'm used to, and it felt fucking phenomenal. I was like, don't go any harder or faster than what you're doing right now. That feels fucking amazing. And he's like, okay. Yeah, when you find the spot in a situation like that, you just kind of roll with it. Yes. So I came in that position so fucking hard and this time I just let myself go he had to kind of pull out from me but again was aware enough to do that right. and so I reached down and played with my clit while I continued to have this orgasm just to kind of keep the the wave rolling if you will and it was fucking intense I mean I just lost myself in it my legs started shaking it was so fucking hot did you say you were having to do like like it was like five minutes of fucking penetration and you had to take a break and well, on basically and in between every position so after that orgasm he pulls out i then start you know orally pleasing him because i'm like i can't go straight back into fucking sex right. there's no fucking way that's gonna happen so i'm sucking his cock and i'm you know stroking his cock and i'm in between his legs at this point he had laid down so i'm in between his legs and i'm looking up at him and he's smiling down at me we're making all of this very sexy eye contact and i think that's where i really broke through in this i'm like i'm not gonna fucking think about this too much like this is fun he's a great guy we're gonna make it fucking work and from there, I decided that I wanted to ride him, which he also wanted. And to be honest with you, that is the position that if I see him again needs to happen the most. Yeah, that's because the easiest for you. This was so fucking pleasurable. I climb up onto him and I want to say he put on a little bit more lube and I slide onto him. And I'm able to control everything in that moment, right? I'm able to control the depth, right. the pace, everything. I'm doing a little bit of a booty bounce, but I'm keeping myself off of it enough that it still feels fucking fabulous and i remember looking down at him and i'm like does this feel good for you because i know i'm not getting like the whole cock here is this doing it for you he's like this feels fucking amazing he's like you really know how to ride a cock and i'm like okay good <laughs> yeah that's the best position for you in a situation like that you can control all of the variables well the other thing i could do is when i was getting ready to have an orgasm i would kind of lift off of him just enough when i was right at the edge so that i was more on the tip of his cock while i was coming and so it wasn't as painful 
painful for him or me during that orgasm. It was fucking phenomenal. I think I squirted on him a little bit. I mean, it was just hot. And we did that for quite a while. And then again, I was like, okay, I need a little break. So I get off of him. He kind of cleans himself up, gets ready for oral again. I start sucking his cock again. And then he's like, I really want to fuck you from behind. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) Optimistically apprehensive. Okay, sounds good. So I get on all fours. He enters me from the back and even just entering me in that position was a bit painful. I mean, it really was. And so I told him, I communicated with him and he was very understanding. I said, this is, this is hurting a little bit. You're going to have to go slow with me. He's like, I got you. We're not going to do anything that doesn't feel good. I'm no pressure here whatsoever. And I'm like, okay. Oh, there's pressure. So he starts kind of very slowly easing into me, pumping into me, picks up pace very gradually, then kind of starts spanking me. So then we're getting into a rhythm here right and it feels a little bit naughty or a little more raunchy that was very sexy then he tells me to lay down on my stomach so i get on my stomach and he's fucking me from behind and honestly that is my favorite position pretty much yeah, with anyone so you and i usually end up i fucking love that position for multiple reasons one is because the obviously i fuck a lot of men with very very large cocks and i got a big booty so there's a little bit of barrier there they're still getting sensation on the top of their cock but it's not like it's not hitting my cervix over and over again so that was fucking phenomenal and i'm talking dirty to him i'm like i'm gonna come on that big cock i love that big cock and he's like come on it for me and i came super fucking hard he kind of pulls out for just a second and then just as i'm finishing the orgasm pushes his cock back inside of me it drove me fucking wild there was one moment he was kind of had one hand on my shoulder the other one on my ass and he's just using my body as leverage to like push into me that was fucking perfect if I could have ridden his cock and been it on my stomach with him fucking me the entire time that would have been fucking golden it was so fucking hot well that's I mean obviously that's the recipe right so then we're still in that position I've now had an orgasm he pushes back inside of me and I'm like I really want you to come for me he's like you ready for that and I was like yes I want you to come and he's like okay and I kind of knew from the first time that he really likes that like verbal motivation to have his orgasm like he was very turned on by that the first time we did it so in my mind i'm like i'm gonna have to tap out here pretty soon and i'd really like for this man to come because it turns me on equally as much so i tried that and it fucking worked like literally 10 seconds later he had this crazy fucking orgasm it was so hot the noises he was making and because his cock is so big the pulsating inside of me was so fucking intense and strong i felt it like a like a lightning bolt through my pussy it was fabulous i loved it i remember you telling me something similar happening the first time you guys were together yeah a cock that size pulsating inside of you while it's coming is so fucking hot so anyway he pulls out i burst out laughing and i was like that was an experience and he's like a good experience i'm like absolutely that was so much fun and it really was this entire time we're laughing with each other we're kind of joking because i had to take multiple breaks you know we're using that as an opportunity to just be silly with each other this is a fabulous man in so many different ways and you know i would really like to fuck him again i think i'm learning that there is such a thing as too big for certain positions. For sure. I am not meant to be fucked doggy by a cock that size. That needs to be a limit for me. It's not enjoyable. The entire time I'm in my head thinking about are you going to hurt me? Are you going to do, you know, go just a little bit too deep and it's going to be painful and then I'm not going to be able to have sex for days? Like all of those things are running through my head in that position. So, It's not about him being too big for me personally. It's about me communicating to him if we decide to play together in the future, what is going to work and what's not and making sure that I advocate for myself in that way. Well, he's going to be 100% on board. He understands the situation, obviously. This is not, again, not his first fucking rodeo. So I'm I'm certain that he will oblige in whatever way necessary. Oh, 100%. And like I said, I mean, my preference is the two positions that work with him anyway. I love riding cock and I love being flat on my stomach and being fucked from behind. Those are two fabulous positions for me. So it's like, why rock the fucking boat, you yeah, know? absolutely. So yeah, I mean, I guess it was, it's just been a really good learning lesson for me in that, you know, different anatomies have different needs and different things that I need from them based on their anatomy. And as long as you're communicating about it and you're not just going through the motions to try to appease your sexual partner, which is absolutely what I did the first time. I mean, the first time was still fabulous. Don't get me wrong. It was fucking hot. But yeah, I mean, I just need to make sure that I'm telling people what i need from them oh 100 
So that's the story. It was fucking hot. Boswell is so fucking cool. I highly recommend you guys check out his content. I'll put a link in the show notes. His name, again, is Boswell Black. And uh, you can see how fucking hot he is, too, if you find him on social media. Yes. You texted me to come and get you a couple hours later. I get there, and, of course, he walks you out because he wanted to meet me. He and I had not met yet. The first time you actually met him was when I was dealing with my fucking eye infection. So I couldn't go with you to meet him. So I had the opportunity to, and I just thought he was super, super nice guy, very pleasant, friendly. You know, I, I liked him. Yeah, he's one of those guys that, like, if you don't like him, there's probably something wrong with you. Yeah, you have the flaw. He's so fucking nice and just so fun to be around. I really did feel incredibly special being invited to his house. You know, like, again, like, I know you, you're saying I'm his type. He likes big booties, but the man could pretty much have anyone that he wants as long as they're willing to take a giant cock. Well, that's part of the problem. He does have that issue. Anyone that that size does. Yeah, he's run into that. Obviously, he made that clear to you, but he does like you. He likes physically the way you look. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. People like what they like. Yeah. You know? So that was my hot, gigantic cock story. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I'm going to be sharing a couple of additional details exclusively for our Patreon members on this week's bonus episode. So if you'd like to listen to that as well as hundreds of other FPS bonus episodes and get a bunch of other bonus content, you can head on over to patreon.com slash front porch swingers. We want to thank our existing Patreon members. They are freaking amazing to us and you have no idea how much that support means. If you want to see the naughty stuff, like, I don't know, me and Boswell together that first time, you can find it on OnlyFans.com slash Front Porch Swingers. And also, we have a ton of events coming yes. up. We are quickly approaching Podbash 2023, which is happening right here in Sin City, September 28th through October 1st. There are a handful of rooms left, so if you are planning on joining us, we would love for you to find all of the information on that and all of our up- other upcoming events at members.frontporchswingers.com. Yeah, and if you're single dudes right now, we have two rooms available, room roulettes for single guys at Podbash. We're going to allow four more single dudes to join us on property. Uh, Of course, we have day passes and weekend passes, but if you want to be on property with us all weekend long, we have opened up two more rooms for single guys. So reach out to us directly. We'll get you hooked up. Hell yes. And as always, thank you guys so much for listening. Thanks, everybody.